Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, last week, Tony Bennett died. And if you're familiar with him, you might have said something like, ah, God, that's sad. Yet, even if you were a fan, you would have been a remote figure, a celebrity you didn't really know. But the reaction to Sinead O'Connor as death has been markedly different to that. Today, Ireland seems to be suffering something like a collective grief. So why is this different? Henry McKean travelled to Bray in County Wicklow, where one of the places Sinead used to live, to talk to various people about this. Afternoon, Henry. Good afternoon, Sean. Yes, uh Bray was one of the areas where Sinead used to live and she also uh, used to live in Dorky as well and, and Roundwood. But she was known in Bray and I actually got there this morning at about eight o'clock and people were visibly upset. Uh, you could feel it in the air, even though it was a gorgeous uh, uh, morning in, in Bray, but people really did feel upset, even though they had never even had met her. And I know myself, I've never met her. Um, I've never even been in her presence. And people who have, have said wonderful things about her. And they've also said that she was quite petite. Um, but she definitely had a certain something. I got to meet some journalists. All the journalists started to show up because you know how we are as journalists. We need to go somewhere. Yeah. And also the... The people grieving felt they needed to leave some flowers outside our old home and have a little vigil. Um, you know, and I got to, to meet Robbie Kane from Dublin Live. Um, and I haven't seen this level of grief, Sean, since the Queen of England died. Kind of visibly and emotionally upset about it today. Like, it's just very strange for me even to say this to you. And you haven't met her. No. I haven't met her. I haven't even been in her presence. But here... In Bray, on Bray Seafront today, there is a collective grief. There really is. For you, you're a journalist uh, with Dublin Live. Other journalists are all coming along, even though this home behind us is uh, no longer Sinead O'Connor's home. She sold it uh, a couple of years ago. But, But people are coming here and they're leaving flowers, they're leaving candles for someone they have never met. Can you explain that? You, you could go back to 1997 when Diana died. Absolutely. That, that collective, I wouldn't say hysteria, I would say grief. Um, can you be upset for someone you've never met? Well, even mentioning that today, like I was a massive fan of Diana Princess of Wales as well, and I, I was kind of distraught. So maybe it's in our mind the fact that we've never met them, but we feel because we grew up with them, we do know them. And there's the power of media within itself, on the television and, of course, audio. You feel connected with these people, especially like singers like Sinead O'Connor and, of course, Christy Digman recently as well. Mark Doyle, photographer. Um, all the media have now shown up here in Bray, uh, on the seafront, yeah. Well, this is this is the last known address that, that that we knew where she was living, and it's just down from Jim Doyle's, and it's very sad. And I cycle down here every day in a promenade, and the last few years you'd see her sitting in the front garden, either on the steps, the granite steps, looking at her mobile phone whatever having a cigarette and you knew her you would photograph her over the years and obviously you live in the area too but most of us have never met her well I don't know if know her is the right word Henry I mean yeah I'd be taking a picture for 20 25 years possibly and yeah she liked it and she didn't you never knew what Sinead you you were going to get good Sinead or bad Sinead sometimes she liked it sometimes she didn't like a picture but she was very gentle and timid and she looked afraid and she's small, very small. Why do you think the nation, the globe, are so upset for someone that they have never met? Well, she's female for a start, very small and petite. I took her pictures in Vicar Street in March and the RT had a choice awards there. 
the standing ovation she got when she came on stage to get a, an award from Dave Fanning was unbelievable. So I don't think she knew she was that loved. I think she was always looking for love. I don't think she realised everyone did love her. And of course the music, the soundtracks and the films she made, oh, incredible, you know. Though I suppose, Henry, uh, uh, there were people on, uh, on that street where yes. uh, Sinead's old house was that, yeah. who did know her. Yeah, lots of people did know her and a lot of friends and neighbours spoke to me off the record. They just yeah. didn't want to say, yeah. but they had lovely things to say about her. But people were really quite shook, quite upset. You, you could hear it there in photographer Mark Dahl's voice, you know, shaking slightly. And not everyone wanted to, to go public. But I did meet this former neighbour and he actually works in, in mental health. Uh, Mark McDonald is my name. Uh, and I'm the CEO of the SOAR Foundation. What do they do? We create very unique environments for teenagers um, where it's a psychologically safe space, it's a non-judgmental space, where teenagers can just increase their awareness of self and others around them. Um, They can start to understand what emotions are going on for them and become a little bit more agile in that and really give them um, a bit of inner confidence to know that they can cope with whatever comes at them in life. For you, sitting here on Bray Seafront, having some porridge um, very close to where Sinead O'Connor used to live, you would see her around. You didn't meet her. Yeah, I I don't know if I can explain the collective grief piece. Um, But I think there's definitely an awareness that someone special has left us. Um, Even as I used to walk by here and see her sitting on her porch, I used to find it quite surreal that somebody of that iconic nature just was sitting there going about their daily life. And I do think collectively people probably understand that. I think there's a deep loss when we feel like we lose somebody like that. Yeah, so I'd say that's probably what people are feeling today. Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, um, did you speak to um, any experts in this area who might throw some light on it? I did. And, and believe it or not, there are quite a lot of psychotherapists and experts who, who live in the, the Wicklow Bray area. Hmm. Um, here is um, Katie Walker. She's the founder of Mind with a Y Therapy Centre. She's a psychotherapist and someone who understands collective grief and, and she studies it. I think it's completely understandable why there is this collective grief right now. And one of the things around that is connection. You know, it's people that maybe were connected to her music that brings up memories, that triggers them, their life. They feel connected to this person. And then when a shock happens, you know, she was very young. You don't know her. It's not like a close family member. Um, You don't expect it to happen. So there's these unknowns then. And in that, it can really basically trigger the response in us which is a fight or flight and we start the grieving process i admit i did feel upset last night and so many people i spoke to have also felt upset i've never met her i've never been in her presence why am i upset Yeah, and that's such a good question because people almost feel like they shouldn't be upset as well. And as I said, it's about this connection. It's about the identity. It's about the fact of, um, you know, this is someone either, if you're living in Bray, the community, um, what she represented there and what she represents to you as a person. So maybe I think it's about the fact of, you know, her songs resonate with people that would have been bringing you back to life experiences, which can bring that sadness. But also it's that collectiveness of us all understanding something that's happening at the time. One of these things we can look at is COVID. And when that happened as well, there was never a time when we're all in the same situation. And this happens when someone that is in the, um, you know, eye of the whole community or the world. And we really want that connection. And it's a unique experience, I think, when, as a society, we do 
all feel the same. And when it comes to grief, we might think of someone that we've lost in our personal lives and we attach that uh, to a celebrity or a singer or Sinead O'Connor. Is that normal? I think grief is not a linear process and we have to remember that and it comes in waves. When someone's lost, it's that grief we absorb and it's how that we work with that grief. Um, We kind of talk about the five stages of grief, but it's not always that we go through these stages. These can happen one year after another. It can happen over 10 years. So I'm not surprised that it can kind of trigger for different people experiences uh, that they've had with grief in their past, which then bring it up to the surface again. And that's how we understand things. You know, I've grieved before, I'm grieving again. Of course, I'm going to be sad by the loss of someone. How could I not be? And it's a real normal human reaction. Uh, that was uh, uh, the Katie Walker there of uh, Mind Therapy Centre. Actually, there's a few comments about the, uh, uh, on this. Uh, people do have some thoughts on it. Uh, uh, someone says, about 10 years ago, I worked as a courier. I was asked to bring some paperwork out to Sinead's house in Bray for her to sign and to bring return. I was pre-warned that she could be scorpy with visitors. When I arrived, she brought me in so she could look over the paperwork. She was so lovely to me, made me tea and kept me there for a chat. She was so lovely and friendly. Eventually, when I was leaving, she wrapped some biscuits into foil for me to take for the return trip. Uh, Alva says, uh, I honestly believe the collective grief is because of how open Sinead was about her vulnerabilities. It was the same with Diana. When people share their troubles and vulnerability, it creates a huge connection. And uh, Mary says we're sad because we loved her. Uh, And most of all, we hoped she'd find peace and happiness here with us. That's why we're sad. It's for her and for us, for the loss of her. Uh, Right. So uh, um, did you meet any... Like you did talk to yes. uh, one kind of neighbour there, but did you meet any any people who did know? Her quite I, I well did, there? and I'm glad you brought up that lovely text you read out there. But Diana, I remember, I can remember the time when I found out Diana died. I was on a plane, and the captain announced it uh, all those years ago. And I did mm. meet Diana in 1988 very briefly. But even so, I felt like I knew her. But, but as I said, most friends did decline to comment. But I did meet this man. It's just very sad to, to discover the, the passing of Sinead O'Connor, but yeah, it's true. She was such an amazing person. And it's funny to hear how well-loved she was now. And it's, I was just saying to some friends that it's unfortunate that um, you don't hear that when you're, when you're alive. You, you often hear people talk so fondly of people when they pass. And it is sad that she's not here to actually witness how well-loved she was. But I, I guess I, I had met her a couple of times. She was such a shy and lovely individual. And you had a friend that I had a friend stayed in that, your friend's house? Yeah, she, she stayed in, in a next-door neighbor's house, and I remember meeting her and having a chat with her. She, she came in and had a coffee in the house. My brother was a huge big fan of hers, and she was just so terribly down-to-earth and so, so sweet, really, to call in. And you knew her in a way, but so many of us have never met her, but we feel that we do. We feel somehow attached to this death even though that we're detached why i think because she was she she was such a big iconic irish person in many ways for for lots of reasons and the reasons that i don't need to say that there's 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 many occasions that that she was kind of in the limelight uh good or bad you know in many ways but but i suppose the, the, the truth is that we all kind of love something beautiful most people do love something beautiful and she was a beautiful person you know mm. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting that that so many people now. I mean, mm. because of mental health issues, perhaps you didn't quite always appreciate uh, that she was loved. I think that's a kind of bit of a theme that's emerging today. 
but also, you know, there were periods in her, in her, uh, um, in her, certainly in her professional career, not just the point at which she tore up the picture of the Pope, where uh, the music industry uh, um, somewhat stabbed her in the back. And I see that, uh, um, weirdly enough, Morrissey, of all people, uh, is having a pop at, you know, uh, record companies particularly, the, you know, because she was dumped from a record label. Uh, saying, yes. oh, they're all coming out today and saying she was great, but they dumped her as soon as she uh, became time, anyway she, tricky. she didn't get much support at all. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, it's 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 a rare day when you'd agree with Morrissey about anything, but uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, and But you did talk to some members of the public when you were out in Bray as well. Yeah, uh, and shock and deep upset. I actually broke the news to someone, because remember, not everyone is following the news agenda all the time. Uh, and people were coming from all over, young and old, all ages, to, to pay their respects to an empty house that might be turned into flats and might not yeah. Uh, but we wanted, and people wanted a place to go, and and you could see tears in people's eyes, and you could say this transcends everything. She was perhaps one of the most famous uh, people in Ireland globally, just a absolute massive gem, global star. Here is reaction. Very sad. Um, such a young life and beautiful, so pretty, beautiful voice. I feel the same. She's. She was an icon, and we've lost her. Yeah, I mean, I'm only 22, but growing up, she's so iconic in Ireland and Irish music and Irish culture. I found her hugely inspiring growing up. Love singing, love music, and her voice always kind of took me somewhere. It was very powerful, very emotional. You just found out the news. I've just broken the news to you of Sinead O'Connor's death. For you, how do you feel? Very sad, very sad, you know. I've seen her at a distance, but met her, no, I was never talking to her. And why do we feel this sort of collective grief, this, you could say, mass grief for her? I'd say because, firstly, she's a fellow Bray person, and she did give us a lot of pleasure. She lived in that house there, we used to see her going in and out. And did you know her? Didn't know her as a person, just knew her to see. Absolutely beautiful. And how are you feeling? Sad, everyone's feeling sad. Because you hear about her on the radio all the time. I thought she represented a lot of people, how they felt, particularly concerning religion, stuff like that. People aren't all that mad about the way the Catholic Church behaved over the years. It's very hard for us to think about that. I suppose she's after suffering with her mental health for so many years and maybe started around the time she was our age. So it's difficult for everyone to really comprehend and she was such a young woman and such powerful and inspiration for everyone in the country to lose someone like that. For you, as you said, you're in your early 20s. How come we feel this, this grief for someone that we haven't met? Well, I think it's just really an Irish thing, maybe yeah, more so than anything Irish. else. She's Irish, and you know how patriotic we are in this country, and she's just very powerful as a person, I suppose. And on the map she pardoned on the map, yeah, and really went out of her way. She wasn't, she didn't follow the norm, and I suppose people can relate to that. She didn't just sit there and look pretty. She stood up for what she believed in. Yeah, there you go. Some reaction from some uh, members of the public in Bray. Henry, thanks a million for uh, bringing that to us. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm with Anna Glaze on News Talk.